0: Dear Long Par, my question is regarding piti and sukha. I am not clear how certain experiences fit into these two categories. The state I understand as piti often has a lot of energy to it and can be mildly agitating, although very blissful. There is this other state.
1: So, when sitting in meditation, there's this piti, rapture, and sukha, this happiness that arises. So this piti, it's a sense of fullness of heart. There's this joy that comes up in the heart. And as there's more and more of that, then um, this sukha, or happiness, arises. And it, with this uh, sukha, there's a sense of um, it being compact. Whereas piti, it's not so much, it's more spread out. So with more and more joy coming up, then um, samadhi becomes more firm and there's more of this compactness, this firmness there, um, a sense of stillness. As the peace grows, then this sukha or happiness comes up. So if there's a lot of peace there, if there's joy there, there's rapture, then the energy that we have grows. Maybe the nature of the dhamma appears for us. Sometimes we're sitting and the body feels ill at ease or there's illness within it. Um, but if there is samadhi there, then we can separate um, the mind from those painful feelings. And so if there is this happiness there, the It's able to suppress any anger or ill will that we may otherwise feel, or suppress feelings of um, delight in forms or sounds, taste, touch, tactile sensations, or objects that appear within the mind. And so there's also this quality of metta, this loving kindness that you were talking about, and... Really, metta is a pure form of love. And it's not kind of focused on any particular individual. But when you have that metta there and that spreads out, then there's peace and rapture and happiness within the heart there as well. This happiness that comes from not harming any being. It brings a sense of brightness and uh, joy, freshness to the heart. And as for developing in your meditation practice to um, a deeper state of peace, to this one-pointedness of mind, well, that needs to take time. Because getting to this point of having all of these factors of uh, vitaka, vichara, piti, sukha, ekaggata. This initial and sustained application of the mind, rapture, happiness, one pointedness, entering into this really still state of samadhi, that's not something that's easy to do. But if you're able to gain this rapture and happiness from your meditation, well, that's good already. And as you carry on going, you become more skilled at it, then the rapture stays for longer, then eventually the sukha stays for longer. And this develops incrementally. And when or you can also use the energy that you gain from this rapture and happiness to seek out the truth following the teachings of the Buddha. It's truth that all conditioned phenomena are changing and constant, they're stressful, they're not self. That this is true for all physical and mental things. That the body is merely a body. And feelings, the mind, dhamma. a merely feelings, mind, and dhamma. And so you can see the dhamma there. But in order to get to this point of stillness, um, where the mind is one-pointed, then you just have to carry on developing Samadhi frequently until you're more and more skilled at it and Then eventually you'll gain the highest benefit that comes from Samadhi, which is the development of wisdom.
0: I was in Kyiv, Ukraine during the beginning of the war and was near many explosions before I escaped I was also sick with COVID during this time. So my anxiety and fear was very strong. I did my best to meditate on death while I was in this environment and to let go of all attachment. But I feel as if I failed because the fear was so overwhelming and I could not attain victory over the defilements. Over the past six months, I have developed a lot of anxiety and shame because of this perceived failure. I know that fear and anxiety are not fully cut off until our but I feel great shame at this feeling that I have failed myself and have failed the Buddha and the great teachers of the Sangha and am not a worthy disciple. I am aware that I am probably too hard on myself and need to practice steadily and with self-compassion which I have been developing. But do you have any other advice for me? Thank you for the opportunity to ask this question, Ajahn, Sadhu, Sadu, Sadhu, from Hector in Ukraine and the US.
1: So firstly, Tanajan wishes to express his happiness that you managed to uh, make it out of the situation safely. This is also not a normal situation that you were in, you know in this fighting in this war, you know, something that's extremely dangerous, and so it's normal that there will be worry that there will be fear coming up then and so you, know, you try to have mindfulness knowing that in this present moment um that there is fear that's still there within yourself. And that's something that can come up and does come up. And there's also these, you still have these memories of that incident as well that are coming up too. But it's not that the Buddha is suffering. He's not thinking that you didn't practice well. But rather your intent on your practice You know, you're meditating, but you also have this upadana, this clinging. And when that's the case, then it's normal for these kinds of things to arise. So don't disparage yourself, don't look down on yourself, that I'm not a good meditator. Because the situation that you're in, it was a very um, kind of extreme situation. You were very close to death. But if in that situation if someone's Samadhi is strong, if their practice is strong, then they can reflect that or it really hits them that I'm going to have to die, and maybe their minds will be able to attain to the Dharma at that point. Uh, But when there's this fear coming up like this, it shows that the mindfulness is still weak. So you need to just carry on training and carry on developing this practice. But you can also use your experience uh, to give rise to benefit in your meditation as well. You can remind yourself how this really isn't sure, life isn't sure. And maybe... You know, one doesn't die due to a war, but perhaps to an illness instead, and many people do die because of these illnesses. So, you've seen that close is really death. Uh, sorry, death is really close, um, like this, and the world is dark, and the people who see clearly, who know, are very few. So, death is coming closer all the time. And you can reflect on this, meditate like this, so that you become heedful. And the mind can give rise to peace as well. So you can try and gain that peace from chanting, from your meditation practice, giving rise to samadhi. And one day that peace will arise. So there are also cases similar to this uh, during the time of the Buddha. And there was Queen Samawadhi who was a uh, sotapanna, but her and her attendants were locked inside a building, and then that was set on fire. So they weren't able to escape from that. Uh, but Queen Samawadhi, she told the others to uh, sit in meditation, and then they contemplated right there, And they were all able to attain to higher levels of Dhamma. So they had this strong and quick mindfulness and wisdom to be able to do that. There was also a lame man uh, for whom Venerable Ananda told uh, that life is not sure. And just from that, he was able to use that uh, reflection and attain to Sotapanna. there are many examples of this happening but it's normal for fear to happen so don't kind of think about this too much don't go over this too much but rather just accept that find a way of being able to kind of resign yourself to that and even you know great monks if they don't have a lot of energy to their practice and if they were in the same situation, then they too would meet with a lot of fear, and you know, that's something that will come up. But if one has trained well already, then the mind can gather together in this point, point. Um, and that the mindfulness there and the samadhi there can help to protect the mind, so and protect oneself. And so the Dhamma protects those who practice in line with the Dhamma. So it can help to free one from these situations. So just like how you escaped from this. Um, And so you are able now to carry on with your meditation. So don't be averse to yourself. Don't hold a grudge towards yourself. But rather have kindness towards yourself. And just carry on uh, practicing, and one day you'll see the Dhamma.
0: Namaste, dear Venerable. My first question is when I give metta to a particular person who is suffering from some illness, I start feeling the physical discomfort of the illness of the person whom I had given metta. Kindly guide me to overcome this. Sometimes it happens when someone I know is on their deathbed I start feeling their physical and mental discomfort. It is unbearable and after some time, I will get the news that the person has passed on and he or she was going through all these conditions which I was feeling. An example is someone I knew committed suicide. Before her death, I felt that I did not want to live anymore. I was overpowered and I went into a depression for two days. After a week, I came to know that she committed suicide. Kind requests to guide me on what to do in these situations and how to protect oneself. Much gratitude for your wonderful teachings, unconditional metta and guidance. Thank you, Aditi from India.
1: So with the cultivation of metta, loving-kindness in the mind. You need to have loving-kindness for yourself. And for some people, um, if they spread loving-kindness to someone who is ill, for the most part, um, they don't get any feelings of illness themselves. Uh, But for some people whose minds have certain qualities, Then, when they spread that loving kindness, um, they can also feel that illness. Um, And that feeling kind of comes into their body, and their body gets ill as well. So, if one is like this, then one needs to be very cautious. And one shouldn't spread metta specifically to people who are ill or just focus on someone who is ill or someone who is close to death but rather spread that loving kindness just broadly not focusing on any individual in particular and also if if one's mind is like this then you really need to train the mind to be still If you start to worry, or you start to receive the painful feelings of other people, then you should come back and recite the meditation word. And so you should uh, recite namo buddhaya, but backwards. So, yatta buddhmona. And this is a mantra to not receive bad things and it will be able to help reciting by reciting Namo Buddhaya backwards. So you need to be very cautious um, with your mind and to not focus your metta on people um, ill or in bad states but to have metta towards yourself as your main kind of practice of spreading metta. And it's very important to do that. And so with people who are ill or people who are close to death, you need to be very uh, cautious. Uh, Because if your mind works in this way, and you get close to these people, then you may experience or receive those painful feelings uh, as well.
0: So you need to be very careful um, about your own mind.